Alright, welcome to this week's the first edition for 2020, the Babbling Heads podcast. I'm Shaquille, aka the Base187. We've got DJ Fingers. Uh, we've got this day's guest engineer is Charlie X2C. Okay. And without any further ado, we have the illustrious Mr. Fadel Adams of Hatful Cape Townian and now the Cape Colored Congress in studio. Welcome, welcome. You marvel, um, my marvel top. Your marvel top, you know, they're gonna accuse me of being like the leader, dude. Thanks for, for, for doing this. I really do appreciate it. I'm excited about this. Um, yeah, yeah, so okay. Um, so, um, we have to excuse our other colleague, um, perspective today. Um, he's got some family commitments that he couldn't get away from. Um, he did forward us his questions, so. Without in no particular order, um, with the establishment of the Cape Colored Congress now, um, what do you think we need to do to unite us as a colored community? I don't think we'll ever have unity in the colored community. Mm. Let's just be honest about it. There's too many egos out there, there's too many factions, <coughs> there's too many ideologies. There's colored, there's koi, mm. there's those that lean to the Muslim side, there's those that mm. lean to the Christian side. You know, 400 years of enslavement, mental enslavement, yeah. they've done a really good job. I doubt we'll ever achieve unity. We just have to work with what we have and work with those that are like-minded. Mm. And anyone else can do their own thing as well. You know, we've got so many people standing around, yeah. just standing around and essentially demanding to be leaders and that type of thing. And I question it every day, man. You know, yeah, you're a leader. Okay, cool. Who do you lead? Mm. Where do you lead them? What do you do? And those answers just aren't forthcoming. You know, to us, it's not about leadership, man. Mm. It's about service. Now, if you're like-minded and want to serve, yeah. then we start talking unity. Because to everyone else is me, my mm. family, my legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that have founded the Cape Colored Congress, we, we don't care about legacy. You know, we don't care about what people think. We care about doing the right thing. Sadly, those people that portray themselves as leaders in our community, mm. they don't seem to care about the right thing. I think also, like, um, from past experiences, um, working with the MPO that I'm, that I'm with is that, um, and I've seen this a lot in the Cape um, Congress threads, is like people are like, yeah, we'll just wait and see what happens. And I think that is an inherent human or in our, in our sense, colored um, approach where you're sitting on the, they sit a bit right, basically. In the wagner got the man balang, we got the success mark, and once we reach that successful point, then people want to jump on the bandwagon. But I mean, in general, they are the doers, and then there are those that are expecting the handouts and the waiters. So I think for um, for this party to progress, I think we need we would need a lot of people that are out there doing already, instead of those that are just sitting on the or giving their opinions instead of actually making an effort to get onto the ground and work in the actual communities. You know what I've noticed, Nogana? Um, especially up, 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 up um, the Facebook group. By the way, it's like, um, what is the manifesto and what is die and what is die? They have the right to do that. That's not all my question later on. Um, but they don't even die, they don't even energy. They don't even die, they what they do. You know what I'm saying? That is not all for me a problem. Man. You know what I'm saying? Kijk, ik wil, mijn eerste vraag is, I want to just jump into it, because you've been accused of this. Um, um, 
You've been accused of being funded by the right wing. What do you say to those people? If the right wing loves me so much, so much, why, why do they question my stance on land expropriation? Um, I have no ties to the right wing. Apparently in this country having a white friend, mm. that's an issue. Now I have white friends, I have black friends, I have Indian friends. But because I pose on a picture with a white guy, he's automatically painted as being right wing. Mm. I don't get it. We don't receive a cent from the right wing. People who have donated to us are for the most part people that look like us, that sound like us, that care like us. Mm. So yeah, I don't understand why the issue of funding was the very first thing that came up. Because I can tell you now, the people that are questioning our funding are for the yeah. most part members of the ANC. Mm. Now the ANC should question its president because he's owned by white monopoly capital. No, that, Yet they, that's, want, that's they want to paint us mm. as if we're white man's lackeys. We are not a white man's lucky. You know, everything that we've put into it has brought us here. In 2017, I owned a Hyundai i10, paid in cash. And Isuzu KB3 liter TDI, paid in cash. I sold both to keep this thing afloat. That's who the family is. Yeah. You know, Oscar Lyons swiped his credit card more times than I can think to keep us afloat. Sakina Frenchman, who earns a minimum wage, is used to sending me a last hundred then for airtime. Mm -hmm. That's to keep this thing afloat. And then we have selfish people, most of them on a payroll anyway, mm -hmm. questioning our funding. You made a very, very interesting um, observation. Everybody's saying, let's see how far it goes. You know, in apartheid, mm -hmm. I was a very, very young boy. We had people we called the externers. Mm -hmm. All of us needed freedom, but not all of us wanted to fight for it. Obviously. Three quarters of us were behind the gate. The rest of us were in the streets. Your observation, yes, ask for our policies, you have that right, but wait for our policies. Mm, mm. We'll give it to you. And that's something that I also said. You're asking for our constitution, you're asking for our manifesto. How many of you have asked the ANC or the DA for their manifesto, for their constitution? And then take it a step further, their paperwork is brilliant. Their constitution, their manifesto is brilliant, but let's talk implementation. Mm, mm. What has the manifesto brought us, except unemployment, except homelessness, mm. except 3,000 deaths in a year, gun-related? Yep. Let's talk that. Those are the things we should be questioning here. That's just my five cents. Mm. No, I'm completely with you on that. Um, specifically working on the, on the ground in areas like Ocean View, Hannibal Park, across the Cape Flats with, with the, the weekly programs we run. Um, Ecstasy himself is also based in Davendale. So we... It's my own boy. Yeah. So <laughs> I, don't we, owe, I don't owe you anything. No? <laughs> <laughs> nah, so we know what it is on the ground um, to be working in those areas, to see the... to try and bring hope and the chance for kids to express themselves and to see the communities in a different light. Um, unfortunately, it's like we are but a small cog in the system and it seems that we are fighting a, a government in the Western Cape and nationally that doesn't give two hoots about us. I mean, in the 25 years since democracy, I've come out of two countries basically, out of Namibia to see the democracy come through, <coughs> growing up there as a kid, coming back to Cape Town at the age of 16, seeing the democracy roll out in 1994, but systematically the opportunities, I mean, if you're just looking at the, what used to be the 
the I would I say this now, not the foundation, the bastion of of the Cape Flats was the tradesmen, the tradespeople, um, the from the CMT trades to the plumbing, like you said, uh, working on different sites, plumbing. I, my, I, my grandfather himself was a builder, and you're seeing the systematic destruction of those trades. Um, case in point, talking about the Chinese, how we've been sold out to, to China. Um, with the close of Cape Nylon Spinners, how many people in the ghettos who were actually eking out an existence based on that you had generational, um, I would say, indentureship or people working in factories, but there was jobs. Now when you're taking away the very little that the people have, what the hell are we supposed to do? So one of the questions was that um, what is the Cape Cod Congress's um, stance in terms of job creation? And I, just in terms of defining that, that question is, we know that a pipe dream, we don't want this to be another politician coming in and saying, there's going to be jobs for all. But a systematic plan is how can we go out, create those opportunities, not creating people that are expecting handouts, but empowering the people, giving them the required skill sets, even like you said, like with the, the youth intake of the, of the Navy in Saldana, um, likewise in Simonstown. These are all areas that so, or so-called colored previously had or could now go into either police force, army, mm. Navy, nursing, um, all those various opportunities are now slowly and systematically taken away in terms of quotas. Yet the, the people that are supposed to be there, the inherent occupants of the Western Cape, are now not getting easy, uh, I guess I can say, easy some form of system that can be put in place to say like, you were born here, or your family has X amount of history within this province. Um, I'm not trying to be exclusionary in terms of there should be equal, and op equal opportunities for job creation and opportunities for people to gain employment. But the quota system should be every, be based not on race, but on how long you are actually in this province. Uh, you know, any party that says it can mm. create jobs is lying. Yeah. Government does not create jobs. Government exists to build the type of climate that creates jobs, mm -hmm. to give opportunity to people. Now, this is a very sore case to me. Like you take the Department of Economic Development. The current Premier used to be the MEC for that portfolio. Economic Development in the Western Cape, or let's say Cape Town, let's just restrict to our, ex, uh, our area of expertise. Mm. It doesn't happen in the Cape Flats. Speed bumps is not economic development. Mm. The economic development happens where? In the CBD and on the suburbs. Who is Mr. Wind notorious for having meetings with? The White Boys Club. That's mm. economic development. It's about keeping the money within a certain circle. In this case, the white Anglo-Saxon Anglo Protestants. So you know, when I start getting upset, mm. then I speak really fast. Um, I'll tell you this, as a lighty, mm. walking down Woodstock Main Road, I did a lot of walking back then. Everyone's mother was employed there. Rex, True, Form, and all those mm. other factories. Absolutely. The ANC came in and signed a trade agreement with China, and it put our mothers and our sisters and our aunts out of work. The best seamstresses, and dressmakers in the world rendered unemployed. Just like that, one stroke of a pen. They sold us the, 20, uh, the 2010 lie. They knew it would kill the construction company, construction mm. industry. It put the best artisans in the world out of work. I happen to be one mm. of them. You see, when we talk about government and jobs, 
we, that's an oxymoron. It doesn't belong in the same sentence. This government is not interested in, in creating employment for us. If you look at how this government employs along racial lines, mm. all forms of government, it's, it's hell-bent on unemploying us. And yes, I like what you said, mm. because it is an actual fact of policy that you need to hire local. Mm. It's government policy. Apparently local means anywhere but from here. As long as you don't reside in the Western Cape, we'll employ you here. We'll give you opportunity here. If you look, take a look at the varsities. Mm. Guys, let's just suck it out about thumbs weekly. Half the matriculants in the province are probably colored. Look mm. at the intake at the varsities. Mm. How, many of, our kids, how many of our kids go to varsity? Mm. How many of our kids are given the opportunity to get that bursary? Mm. Now, I'll take you a step further. You take a kid from the Eastern Cape, he applies for the bursary. He gets it. Now we have to accommodate him. Now we have to pay for his accommodation. Who does the paying? You and I. Mm. Your kid would have been happy to get the bursary and take the taxi to varsity on a daily basis. Needs nothing else from the state but education. Paul's more prison. I mean, Victor Fester, I spoke to one of the heads there. Kids from the Eastern Cape get the jobs. 28 warders, 28 from the Eastern Cape. Not a single colored. He gets the job, he signs his contract, the next morning he's in the department leads office. I need accommodation. Why do I need accommodation? I'm from the Eastern Cape, I don't have a house here. Now the state needs to provide him with that again. Who does the pain? You and I. It's madness. Mm. You know, this it's is just what, a hiding in that case. You can equate this, mm. this policy as a death march, man. It's a death march, mm. a slow one. Because we've been walked out death here. One step at a time, one year at a time. Someone's got to do something about it. And, and, and you know what? You mentioned the term so-called mm. colored. It is a term I used to hate. Mm. Maybe I'm getting old. But let me just tell you this. My grandmother is from the Lynx clan. Proud Khoi woman. My grandfather is a descendant of a Javan slave. A stonemason. Mm. I have the name of a white slave master. Mm. Because this is how they robbed us uh, of our ancestry. Which part of this do I deny mm. to make who happy? Does colored not perfectly sum up who I am, what I am, my genetic makeup, my history, or my lack of history? It's a term we need to own. It doesn't make me less than perfect, less than human, mm. less than equal, no matter what the state would tell me. You know, dressing up in a fair lappy and putting two pins in my head does not make me koi. Mm. I'm a descendant of the koi. Yeah. I have a right to this land. But I'm not going to lie about my history, just to make things easier. Mm-hmm. I think we had the conversation I did last year. People have this problem with the term colored, but they're cool with people of color. So where does it, so it make a sell it then, for me personally. I want to ask you, one of the other criticisms that you face is um, you went on TV, did you say the Eastern Cape is a good that is set for the Western Cape's uh, resources un- under pressure. It was received as racist. How do you, how, is, how did it affect you going forward with your work with Gatvol, with Gatvol Continuance? And how do you, in the future, how has it changed, man? That, that um, label that you have to set this. I've only weekend that it's a bit um, gesteer in a way was what for Mandela that was dinsdag what she for him gepreis het en alles that I saw that as a 
as a you know fine um, direction to go. But I want to read a new word of wood I feel it's effect and so on. Okay, I'll tell you the honest truth. I love Nelson Mandela. I also love Chris Haney. I also love Chris Beagle. Steve Beagle. However, I'm not going to run away from what I said. Because I stand by what I said. This influx into this province from people from elsewhere is putting a drain on our resources. It is putting you, me, our mothers, our children further back in the line that's already too long. You can come to this province. You have the freedom of movement. But you also have the right to act like a responsible citizen. To stand in the queue just like everyone else. You cannot come here, get off a bus, six months later you're burning a road for a house. While you probably already own land in the Eastern Cape. How much more do you want? We already have nothing. I will not back down from that statement. The people from the Eastern Cape need to go home, build up your own province and do something about it. Because right now you're burning ours. You need to change your voting pattern. Vote for a government that's going to build the Eastern Cape. You know, Julius and what's his name? Castle, I forget his name. They've killed Limpopo. And we have to carry the can for this. We have to carry the can for this. I say it again. If you're going to vote for a government that is going to keep you poor and you flee from this, this government to another province, you need to be responsible for the vote you made over there and take a number and get in line like everyone else. You know, guys, as the colored people, we've been too tolerant. For a full generation, for one full generation, we've allowed people from elsewhere to take our jobs, our housing opportunities opportunities, our economic opportunities, our schooling opportunities, in the name of what? Political correctness? Can I swear on the show? Oh, yes. Yeah, Fuck to that. <laughs> I tell you now, if you want to paint me out to be a racist because I'm a realist, I'm totally okay with it. 100% okay with it. But I know my apples from my pears. Mm. I know what is right and what is wrong. Mm. And if it's a colored man committing the wrong, I'm happy to call him out and say, Peter Marie, you sold us out of the Freedom Front Plus. I've got no issue mm. saying that. You know, I'm happy to say, Zuma, you're scallum. Mm. I'm happy to say, Alan Zilla, you're stupid. Mm. Have I covered all the bases? Mm. I can't think of a single Indian to criticize. I don't know why. American politics. To realize that I vote now, the American people vote Hulle vote sal alders gaan na a candidate wat total opposite is van die previous ene vir a rede. But for some reason, wil ons, we don't, we just don't do the same. Ons vote vir die selle kak wat ons jare kree. Like hierdie in die Western Cape kree ons jare die selle kak van die DA. But yet we vote vir the same kak. Nationally, die selle ding. Swearing jaw. Ja, nationally die selle ding. Ehm, my other question is, will you contest locally and uh, nationally or will it only be for now or who, what are your plans? For at, at this stage, we really can't say. We, we'd like to go national. Mm. We, we have colored people in KZN. We have them in the Northern Cape. We have them in Johannesburg. But finances is, has the final say. You mm. know what I mean? So we'll just have to bite the bullet and see what, what we... Let's see what we get. Let's see what we can do mm. with what we get and then we take it further. And people don't change their voting patterns. Those are the yeah. facts. Those are the facts. If people did change according to the economic situation, according to their personal situation, we would no longer have an ANC or a DA. Yeah. 
Yeah, but they say there's an old saying that goes like shit stinks, but it's warm, and and that is what we have. You know, I, I speak to my neighbor. She's 71 years old. She's got a water bill of 38 or 39,000 rand. Yeah. And I tell her, but this is the DA doing this. Yeah. And she says, yeah, my voter Ali Yarafale, can he know change Sure. This is where we find ourselves. I think it's essentially Stockholm syndrome. Um, and I think the only way that um, the colored majority populace is going to stop voting for the DA is when that generation dies out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, eh? We've got a we've got a different take on that. We've got a mindset to change. No, definitely. We, we can't we can't wait for a generation to die out. There'll mm. be nothing left of us by then. You know, we, we 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 I can't tell anyone to vote for me until I have mm. a voting certificate in my hand or the president. The president announces the date of elections. Mm. It's illegal, so I can't say vote for CCC. Yeah. I'm not allowed to. What I can tell you, it is time that mm. you start loving your own children, not the bosses. It is time that we start voting along the lines of what is in the best interest of Ahala Park mm. and Mannenberg and Mitchell Splain, not Constantia and Lantando and Greenpoint. Mm-hmm. You see, we vote for people who live in silos. They don't know what happens where we live. Forget the ward councillor. And the ward councillor is nothing but a boy who gets told what mm-hmm. to do, when to speak, what to speak. The people who sit with your actual vote and therefore your budget. You know, when you have discrimination along the lines of like in a place like Bishop's Court Mm -hmm. and Bishop Lavis. Now the names are very similar, Mm. but they might as well be on different planets. Because Bishop's Court gets one million rand a year from the DA to run the ward. That's maintenance. Mm. Bishop Lavis gets one million rand a year from the DA to run the ward. That's maintenance. Bishop's Court, though, has 2,000 residents. Bishop Lavis has 88,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so his proportion is ridiculous. Boss, they've allocated the wards in a way that will always keep the white master in, cho- in charge. Mm. You know, Bishop's Court has maintenance. Bishop Lavis has fuck all. There's no infrastructure. There's mm. not. You know, you go to Vasco Sports Field where the white boys play rugby. Yeah, yeah. You're smart to get tackled because the grass is that thick, man. You're probably mm. going to bounce off. Mm. You go to Rockland Sports Field. And you ask yourself, okay, where's the grass? Mm. And this is what the DA calls equality. No, there's no way in hell there's any, any semblance of equality and yet, on this side. yet, they come with that shitty blue sweater and that 800 rand's worth of groceries. The, you know, the content of the groceries, they won't eat themselves. Mm. Because it's millimeal and it's cheap baked beans. You had baked beans that disintegrates when you warm it. And Jesus. And this, is, and this is what you're going to pay them for for the next five years. You know what our people don't know is that the city of Cape Town, the ward in which you vote, it runs from Hout Bay all the way down the N7 to Marmory. That's where it ends. And then it runs from the CBD all the way to Somerset West. It's not a big place. You want to know what the size of this budget is to maintain this place for a year? To run this place for a year? Shall I tell you? Mm-hmm. Yep. 60 billion rand. Said slowly. Fuck is it going? What? Into the fucking suburbs. Whose suburbs? Because I don't see shit happening in Grassy Park. Boss, we don't live in the suburb. Flats. Flats. Mm. They live in the suburbs. Have you seen their grass? Have you seen their roads? Mm. Driving to Constantia. Facial recognition as Mm. you drive in. Number Mm. plate registration recognition as you drive out. In Allen's Road. 
is a fucking 24-hour camera. We ask for a camera in Hanover Park, they tell you there's no money. Likewise in Ocean View. Likewise in Ocean View. Mm -hmm. Likewise in Mitchell's Plain. And yet they tell us what a fantastic job they do. Yet, again, driving to Marina de Gama. Mm. I drove in there. I parked my car. I was looking for... No, I ran out of airtime. So I got to do the colored thing. Advance. <laughs> because I need to put my GPS on. While I'm standing there. Alice, can I help you? Security. Mm. I'm like, yo, how the hell? He says to me, there's cameras everywhere. Do you understand what we're saying? Have a look at the Mitchell's Plain Town Center. Oh shit, yeah. It's, it's a shithole. Yet it generates more money per square meter than Canal Walk. Not just that, we actually did a... Wait, just let, a, me, let me finish. Just a cursory survey um, in 2010 when they just opened up um, the Liberty Promenade mm -hmm. before the extension, so when they slide the water feature. Yeah, I saw the children swimming in it. Um, that... We went to pick and pay, we asked him, um, what you guys actually give back to the community? Because we're not seeing a lot of colored people employed there. They give the rolls that expired. Rolls that expired or, or the occasional cake for the 60th birthday. So we asked him, what is, like your, what is your, your monthly income? And he said, no, no, not monthly income. It's like we made like two, three million rand a day. A day in Mitchell's playing. Why do you think, like, in Grassy Park, there's now three pick-and-pay locals? There's now a spa. It's like, I'm waiting for McDonald's to pop up because obviously there's fucking money here. Mm. There's, the colored community has money. And, like, what we've been saying also, like, the Cape Flats is worth billions. And the more we start realizing our economic power, because that is what will pull the likes of Vodacom, MTN, etc. Pick-and-pay them all. Once you say collectively as a colored community, fuck y'all. Boss, let me tell you this. Mm. Pick and Pay's biggest money spinner in the country is Pick and Pay Promenade. It makes more money than Pick and Pay Constantia, than Pick and Pay Seapoint, than Pick and Pay Anyway. Mm. Understand this. And this is my point about the town center. It generates more money per square meter than Canal Walk. But look at the place. Mm. Smell the place. Mm. You're, you're more likely to get robbed on the town center than to have a successful ATM transaction. Let me put it to you like that. Mm. The banks have moved out of the town center. That's how unsafe the place is. This is what they think of us. This is how they expect us to live. And we say, fuck that. And are they even busy arresting the vendors in, in town center? Boss, I've seen with my own two eyes and almost got into a physical fight with law enforcement and until I remember that I didn't have bail money. The lighty buys a bag, a bag of onions. He breaks it down into five grand packets, he attempts to sell it. They confiscate his onions. Meters from there at the barbershop, they're selling drugs. Mm. You see, the agenda is clear. Keep them high, keep them unemployed, keep them illiterate. That's the agenda. Mm. How does a place opposite the police station have the amount of crime that the Mitchell Spring Town Centre has? Explain this to me. Would it be allowed anywhere else in this country? I don't know. Exactly. There'll be a swift response. Exactly. Let me, let me, let me tell yeah. you this. Let me tell you this. The size of the Sasa payment in Mitchell's Plain. 986 million rand per month. That's Sasa. That's besides the people that work. A survey was done. I 
cannot lie to you and tell you who did the survey. That that 986 million rand leaves Mitchell's plane within four days. Mm. This is why we stay poor. In Mitchell's plane, we have 2,500 Somali and Pakistani-owned tuck shops. Now, we know the type of money these guys make. Mm. Profit, probably 1,000 rand a day. That's 2.5 million rand a day leaving Mitchell's plane. From me to the Bay mm. to Pakistan. You want to know why we stay poor? Why the system is engineered to keep us poor? I had a meeting in Elsie's River yesterday. People are having a fight over a football field. A group of gentlemen has started a football tournament. It's grown to 12 teams within a few weeks. Mm. Not a football tournament, a football league. I say it's a brilliant, a brilliant initiative. You know why I say this? Because it's going to keep our kids off the street. Exactly. It's going to take a footballer and turn him into a semi-pro, or maybe a professional, mm. maybe a Benny McCarthy, instead of a gangster, instead of a drug dealer. Certain elements of the community feel that the field must be closed. Or they must, houses must be built, because people get robbed. People get robbed walking to work at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the mm. morning. Every single day. They've asked for police presence? No. They've given the names of the people robbing the people? No response. You have to understand what we're up against. Do you think the train system doesn't work well for no reason? You have to leave your home at five in the morning, not seven. You've been driven in that way. Do you think that the ANC bought trains that didn't fit the tracks by accident? No, the budget was there to buy the trains. Engineers are brought on board to help buy these trains. Mm. And they bought trains costing billion rands that can't work. Because they want you to leave your home at five. And conveniently to, then the, to the be train home, carriages get burnt out as well. To get home at eight o'clock tonight to be too tired. Is that, is that a, a, a local problem? Or is it, is it some, in the total South Africa that... that um, no, it's national. It national Let me tell you this, Mahmoud. Let me tell you this. As far as poor people of color are concerned, the ANC now rivals the National Party in its disregard for them. The ANC is not interested in Kailicha or Soweto. It's not interested in uplifting them. Mm. It's interested in keeping them poor, keeping them illiterate, keeping their voting patterns stupid. Mm. This is the game that is being played right now. The handful that make it through that net, they're the lucky or the connected ones. Kijk, dit is my vraag wat ik vraag is that the, the, um, the government really creates jobs, right? So how do you plan on taking um, our people out of poverty, basically, if, 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 if you say that government doesn't create the, the, the jobs? I will be long dead before our people are out of poverty. <laughs> or at least try it. The rot is that deep. However, what we plan to do is to take that Department of Economic Development and spend 50% of its budget in the colored areas, mm. 50%. Essentially, every young man with a good business plan will be assisted as far as mm. possible. You know, the city of Cape Town has over a billion dollars invested. Are you aware of this? Our water money, our traffic fines, the stupid parking rate city. The city of Cape mm. Town is acting like a business and it shouldn't because if we are the government in this province, in this, yeah. in this city, I promise you now that when the, when the Auditor General comes in to do our audit at the end of the year, you will find that the city of Cape Town has a balance of fuck all. There's no money left. We spent it all. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. How in the hell can an administration that cares about the poor have seven billion rand invested 
when people are sleeping hungry, when people are raining wet. When people are actively being fined for being on the street. This Understand is like, what we're it's saying. A, it's, a, it's a total mindfuck in terms of... Um, I'm not sure if J.P. Smith is aware of J. the power... J.P. Smith is an idiot. No, but I'm not sure if he's aware no, I just of, of, of the power... I've called him worse. <laughs> I've called him worse on the podcast before. Um, I'm not sure if he's aware of the powder keg he's sitting on. And you know that there's the stereotype of the, of the, the, the violent colored person. Um, I think it's inherent in all of us as humans, but I think we are more expressive about the levels of when we do get us and when we do explode and shit goes down. The systematic attack on colored people and now they attacking our cultural um, celebrations. It started off in 2014, um, probably longer before that in terms of what they've been trying to do. But in 2014, when they took the Good Hope Center away from us, us as the organization hosted an event there for 14 years, the likes of Spring Queen, the Cape Malay choirs, all those major cultural events were taken away. And we were told politely go to Grand West or go to the CTICC. We could not afford it. It was out of our, our range. In our own land. In our own land, in our own city, our own cultural traditions started here. <coughs> now, Nachtruppe can't walk when they're supposed to walk. Three the new years now become three the new year. Oh, you just, I mean, Mushfika Boat is also a great advocate in terms of like colored history and, and, and documenting I love, I love stuff. It's like, even now, what she's uncovering now with um, the, the, the Muslim party. Al Jamaa. Al Jamaa. Yeah, they're going to issue a fatwa to kill us soon, I think. She's, I, asked, she's asked an innocent question. And, and the way they're responding to it, um, it speaks volumes. So it's, I hope we don't, we don't fall into this pitfall as um, with the Cape Colored Congress. Um, but be that as it may, I, I would like to see more colors getting off that fucking fence and saying this is pure cuck. Because whether you're against the Kropse, whether you don't think it's part of your bougie lifestyle because you must are assimilating to be raw and into the white pants thing is, this yes. is a... Hands off my girlfriend. Don't, don't, don't go there. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, I'm not, I want nothing against Mushvika. I, I, I want her to be actually, I want it to be no, on the No, Mushvika's not my girlfriend, I'm saying. And when you said the raw part, I was just... The raw. Okay, yeah. Don't be the typical color that's going to get you my white boots. We're keeping it real. You are just being exposed up here on camera. No, but I really, for, for real, like, says, like, I, I need people to, to wake the hell up. Can I, can, I, can, mm. I, can I break, can I just cut in? Yeah. I am not a fan of the Klopse. Mm. It's a rejection of what my mother put me through as a lighty when they made us sleep on the streets in Cape Town, my bro, to go watch this. <laughs> so, so go and do this. Now, as an adult, mm. I don't go. Mm. However, my belief... Tweeden mm. I say fuck the city. Mm. We march, shoot us if you want to. Mm. This is our fucking history. I can't understand why we allow us to be bullied. I say get rest, mm. get in your buses, go to town, fucking march me. If you want to have a Marikana, let us have Marikana, mm. but you've stolen enough from us. This is our history, this is our culture. Yeah. And even though you never find me there, because I don't like that type of crowd, just mm. to I think that we should do it anyway. Yeah. And if they say breaking bylaw X, Y, and Z, and I say take your fucking bylaw and go back to Europe with yeah. you. This is our land, this is our history. This is our celebration of freedom. Remember, the Klopse is all about us on the day mm. 
when the master could no longer moor us with a whip because he was yeah. in a cut moor. That's what it's about. Now you see, them denying us that is the master saying, okay, I can't moor you with a whip anymore, I'll moor mm. you with a bylaw. Mm. I say, fuck that. Excuse me for my language. Mm. No, I think it's the sweet long with you. <laughs> Put some sweeties in there. Die ander vraag wat ek wil vraag, en ek dink die die is die rede hoekom hoekom mense dink dat jy fan het is die 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 rijtpunt. Jo, ek dink was laas jaar, wat jy op een van die channels, SBC channels, het jy gesê dat jy wil heer dat die die, die Western Western Cape moet independence kree van Zuid-Afrika. Why do you feel that? En, because ek het laas jaar het gesê, laas jaar laas gesê, do you still feel that? And if so, why? I believe that the day will come when the people of the Cape will say, you know what? We no longer want to be governed from Pretoria. Mm. That we can do fine by ourselves. It is my personal belief. It is the belief of the people who support me. And I've got nothing to do with the right wing. Mm. Because when we do this, it will not be to save a white man's farm. Mm. It will be to save the colored people's tradition, their history, their language. Afrikaans is my style. English I learned at school. That's why I don't raw, because I didn't go to college. Mm. You know, I stopped at the ra because that's how we spoke in metric. Mm. <laughs> at any rate, um, what I'm saying, guys, if you look at the assault on our history, the clubs. Yeah our language, Afrikaans, even though many of us don't want to speak it because I need to fit in. They no longer want it at the varsities. They no longer want it in the workplace. You come here to find a 350-year-old language here and decide that it's not good for you. Like, who the fuck do you think Mm. you are? You know, let the Zulu have his land, even though it was the land that they conquered from the Khoi. Let them have it. Mm. Let them speak their language. Let them embrace their culture. I support and respect that. Mindful of the fact that I have the same right Mm -hmm. to speak my language, to love my culture, to have my own personal heroes like my Ashley Creel, Mm -hmm. like my Robbie Franz. All I see in Cape Town is Mandela, Susu, Pico, and I love all these guys. Where's Ashley's statue? Mm Where's Dulce September Boulevard? It's gone. Because our struggle contribution means nothing. So our future is non-existent. As a culture mm-hmm. and as a race group, we are under threat by people who think nothing of us. Yeah. Look at, mm-hmm. look, look, open your eyes. You open a police station in Mitchell's Plain. You pull away 80% people from elsewhere. While matriculants in Mitchell's Plain are turning to drugs gangs to survive, prostitution. I go to the same police station, I want to lay a charge. My education level is standard one. I'm 65 years old. I say, meneer, ik heb een probleem. Hi, Bob, we speak English. Meneer, kan je Engels praten? Hi, ik zoek en I don't want to speak. What total kak is this? If I was to apply for a job in Soweto tomorrow, the first question they're going to ask me is, do you speak Osa? Speak, read and write. I say, no, sorry, sir, you're unsuitable for the position, then. Mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense. Can we apply the same common sense in Mitchell's Plain, mm-hmm. in Vahala Park? You want to know why kids are dying? 
It's because we have people there that don't care. They don't understand the language. They'll never understand the gang culture. And they just don't give a shit in general. Not all of them. Because mm. I tell you again, some of the nicest people that I know happen to be black. And I've got nothing against the people that I don't regard as nice. Mm. I'm here for my feelings. I'm here for the balance that is required to keep us going. Because if you look at the way this province is run, 50% of all top management positions in the province belong to white males. Yep. When they constitute less than 4% of the total population of this province. 80% of all sub-management positions belong to black Africans in particular. What about the 50% that don't have anything? Mm. Why is nobody speaking about this? When you call me a racist, why don't we address that? I had an argument on Facebook with some idiot called Winton Titus now the other day. ANC. Leader of the three colored people. And he, he says to me, are you colored? I say, yes, I am. He says, you're stupid. I say, okay, are you black African in particular? He refuses to answer the question. So it's okay for you to tell me what I am. But it's not okay for me to tell you what you are not. I'm not black African in particular. If you look at our jobs are handed out. If you look at our houses are handed out. If you look at the, our opportunities are issued. So I'm not black African in particular. But I'm not allowed to be colored either. What the fuck? And I thought I was confused. Mm. You see, guys, at the end of it all, I wish I wasn't sitting here today. I was very happy in my job. I was doing okay. I was making a good living. I had a house. I had a car. I had a bucket. I didn't need this shit. Mm. I'm here because of the people that don't have that, that won't have that. Now, people look at us and think we're just a bunch of right-wingers gone wrong. There's a lot more to us. Mm. You know? We have an awesome management team. We have awesome attorneys. People that don't need this. Mm. That give up their time. And say, okay, what do, you need me, what do you need me to do today? People look at me and see this guy. No education to speak of. Drug history. You're a terrible drug history. You know, the gang connection. That's who I am. Mm. That's where I'm from. You put me in Lavender Hill. You pumped the drugs in there. You kept the gangs going. I fell into that trap. Mm. For some reason, I made it out of there. And a hell of a lot of better kids than me didn't make it out of there. Mm. So now what do I do? I've got the experience of the lifestyle. I can speak about it. Yeah. I can speak to kids and they actually listen. Well, not all the time. I saw, I saw that attack on you a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's, I think that's, like the, that's, that's the entry-level attack. Yeah, but the thing is, as in the kick in history, Malcolm X, kick Malcolm X, it's in VM and school, look. Are you just? No, but if you think about his past, how he changed, you know what I'm saying? And because of his past, it made him a better, he could relate to his people, you know what I'm saying? Um, so actually, then I think a cheap shot as, as men say, your party Boss, let me just call him out, Clement. Yeah. People like Sebastian Peterson from APMO, yeah. a party with 536 votes. He calls me a this and he calls me a that. He should just shut the fuck up and go away. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. This is a man who wanted me to join his party. When I refused, yeah. he went on attack on social media with all seven of his supporters. What the hell? Mm. Let them call me what they like. Mm. I am a recovering drug addict. Mm. I've been clean for 13 years. Mm. I've paid my dues. 
You know my past, my past. I own it. Yeah, no. I've shot people, I've been shot. I fucked my family over every single one of them. I did that. I've made my amends. There's some things I'll never be able to fix. Mm. I need to live with that. But you know what? There's like a million like this on these Cape Flats just like me. Mm-hmm. Doing those same things. Dying while they're still alive. And those are the people they don't talk about. Those are the things yeah. they don't bring up in council, in parliament. We're about to have the state of the nation two, three weeks from now. Is Ramaphosa going to mention the 600,000? Their projection, we know it's a lot more. Yeah. Drug addicts on the Cape Flats. Is he going to mention that? 600,000. 600,000. Wow. But that's more people no, that are going to vote mm-hmm. in this local election. Or lack of the lack thereof, because like you're saying, with him systematically dumbing down the education system, putting us into poverty, into the drag, the, the gang and drug war zones. Their people or our our precious youth are not even gonna bother about voting. They're not gonna be fucking worried about the democratic process. Mm. When according to Mazza's hierarchy of needs, they just wanna fucking get food, shelter, their next fix. Not even food and shelter, the next fix, food and shelter, like in that order. In that order. So like you are basically, you, you are setting us up to become that zombie state where we don't give a fuck. But we just, the kids just want to be on drugs. They're apathetic, they're uneducated. You see, the, the, the genius of, and this I think it will be put to a national perspective is that the uneducated populace will not contest the current powers that be. Because if we had an educated populace that could go forward and say, give me a proper plan of action, can we hold all these people to account? Because I don't see how the fuck you can put in ministers in the popo, etc., who don't know the basics of running an administration. You have so much mayor, so much corruption, who is keeping people in check at the end of the day? And the same thing comes to the Western Cape is we are not going to be sitting for this type of shit any longer. It's like, for lack of a better word, we are khatful. We do not want um, the likes of what J.P. Smith was doing with the apartheid spatial planning. Patty, before she left the mayor's office, said there would be four developments that had inclusive housing for people in the CBD. Those are all white elephants. Um, who was that other brother that resigned, a white dude, and went to join, join the, the new party? Um, from um, P.E. Ethel no, not Trollop. No. Um, Which one? The one who was in charge of, who called the building sites, um, Brent. Brent Heron. Brent Heron. He's the one that um, unveiled what the DA Now, those are the type of whites that we need. Yeah. You know, people like Brent Heron. Mm. Even a guy like Cameron Dagmore. He's a decent man. Mm. But they caught up in party politics. And this is the problem. And this is why we need community community-based political parties. Mm. Parties that can actually speak for the mm. people. Populists, see, no? They, can, they can call us populists if they want. You know, if stating the facts cool, makes me a populist, then yeah, cool, I'm a populist, it's fine. I'm easy with it. I, I don't activist. understand why, 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 why the negative part of a populist is because I think you're a politician with the populist. You must say something for it. You're representing your people. I, exactly. prefer, I prefer factionist. Because we're speaking facts. Mm. We, we're not, mm. I'm not saying the things that people want to hear. Mm. I'm speaking about my lived reality. Realities, my yeah. personal experience, yours, my neighbors, mm. my aunts, 
every fucking person that I personally know. Mm. That is what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about my son, four years ago. Work is also from mm. the trick. Got a very good pass, just short of an A. Applies, UCT doesn't want him, UWC doesn't want him, Pentec doesn't want him. Mm. We're not asking for a fucking bursary. I'm prepared to pay for this latest education he doesn't get in. Sure. Now, is that possible with now a kid from the Eastern Cape on 30% gets in with a full bursary. So, for those of them that call me racist, let's say these two kids study medicine mm. and you need a triple bypass. Which one of these kids do you want cutting your fucking arteries? The 80% one or the 30% one? 80% of course. There you go. And that is what we need. Guys, you know, apartheid was a terrible thing and it fucked a whole lot of people. But that's 24 years ago. Mm. For us, the colored people, we got 40% poorer under the new dispensation. That's mm -hmm. as per the Human Rights Commission of 2018. 40% poorer. We've lost half our income. Our backyarders have doubled, if not tripled. Mm -hmm. Our education system is fucked. Debbie Scaffer, every year, once the Western Cape Education, education Department runs into shit, she closes the school in a colored area. She doesn't take a little bit off the whiter schools, the ones with everything. She mm -hmm. simply says, you know what, I'm going to close the school and your kids can walk eight kilometers. Past the Americans, past the mongrels, mm -hmm. past the firm, past the naughty boys, past 50 drug dealers. That's just up. There's a return trip as well. Mm. You want to know why we turn into dropouts? Blame Davis Schaffer. You talk about J.P. Smith. What I would like to know is how does an IT expert stay in the Department of Safety and Security for that long? This kid is out of his depth, man. You know, mm -hmm. J.P. Smith is not a racist. That I can tell you. Mm -hmm. What J.P. Smith is is an idiot. He should be working in IT support in the city of Cape Town. How do they make a white boy who's never had a conversation with a gangster or maybe he did, I don't know. Who doesn't know the culture. Who doesn't know how the gangs operate. And getting a fucking report, hard copy, does not mean you know a fucking thing. You know, my buddy, I grew up with, oh, I love him to bits. Ah, it is politics. Sean August, who is now a Nash member of National Parliament with Good. He was a prison warden. Let me tell you two things about Sean August. Number one, he's damn smart. Number two, you don't fuck with Sean August. I'm known to have a short temper. I would think 10 times before I get into a fight with Sean August and then probably request a gun. Um, Sean August was a prison warder. Do you know why? Because he wanted to make a difference. Sean August was seconded unto the task team of Paulsmore. You know what the task team is? They then bad boys that kick the doors open to the cells and beat the shit out of you summa just because. Sean knows the gang life. He understands the prison system. He should have been the fucking MEC for my safety and security yeah. because he could have made a difference. So the, B, the DA bullshit of the best man for the job is out the window along the best white man for the job. Yeah. And if you can't find the best white man, just employ a white man. This is how the DA works. And our kids are being shot for it. Because why? You employ a fucking IT expert to oversee my kid's security. The day will come when the MEC for safety and security will be a man with a track record in policing. Not keeping the white suburbs safe because that's an easy job. Yeah. Let's talk Mitchell's plan in Bonteville. You see, when they brought the black man from the Eastern Cape to come and run, run the, the housing department, Bongi Madikizela, his brief was simple. Give as many blacks from our houses as you can. We need the black vote. 
that backfired. Then they get rid of every black member of any, any person with any influence like Boosie. You're not mm. working for us. Please go away. Mm. We're going to go right wing again. You see, they brought back Alan Ziller because they lost, I think, 400,000 votes. White votes mostly. Mm. To the Freedom Front Plus. So they bring in a racist to bring back the racists. Yeah. The agenda is clear. This is going to be whites only again from this day forth. And we as the Khalids, we expect it to be the voting father. And we say no. Mm-mm. It is time so, for vote for us. Mm-hmm. Vote for us, by us. And I'm not mentioning a party, so don't kick me off the IEC role. However, what I'm saying to you guys is when we cast our vote, mm-hmm. a year and a bit from now, it's going to be for the small things. Because in local government, you can only do so much. To have your roads cleaned every week, that's one. To have the metro police off the beaches, out of Constantia, in the ghetto. You know, you want to combat drugs. It's very simple, guys. Mm. We can't change the judicial system because the ANC will always be in charge of that. But I tell you now, if you were a drug dealer and I had the power, I'd simply just make it unprofitable for you to sell drugs. Mm. We'd have you arrested on any charge, daily. You spend your whole life in court, you'll get the message, it's costing me too much. Mm. This is not worth the inconvenience. Klar. It's just that simple. But they don't because they're in cahoots. Because exactly. the drug dealer might as well be working for the government. He's just short of a pension plan and a medical aid. Because it's quite strange that those, the same um, drugs doesn't find itself its way into Constantia at the same rate. Oh, there might be the higher end drugs, the cocaine, the heroin, etc., mm. the quality. Yeah, but if you look those, at it also, if you look at it mm. also, look at the minimum sentence for cocaine and the minimum sentence for heroin. Odaha. Mm. For cocaine, it's a slap on the wrist because it's a white man's drug. Yeah, but the whole gedachte van was it Person, what they had made in the market in the past year. So I think our drug problem is not systemic from that man. Yes. It's a continuation from that man. You know what I'm saying? It's a state run enterprise, I would say. Because there's no way in hell that there's meth labs on the Cape Flats. This isn't breaking bad. We, we aren't capable of cooking up meth, the, but there's a clear channel how ephedrine and all its other ingredients make its way through our ports, through our rail lines, through our airports, and are either, either come here pre-manufactured or get manufactured within other communities and then pumped into the Cape Flats. I don't think it's, it's sponsored. I just think that they turn a blind eye. I'm telling you that it's sponsored because when the Minister of State Security's wife can be found bringing drugs into the country. What the hell? Hmm. And the Minister of State Security gets to keep his job. He doesn't get fired. He doesn't get suspended. All he said was, I don't know what my wife is doing. His wife took advantage of the fact that her husband was the Minister of State Security and brought heroin into our country. Mm. Who was the heroin for? It was for us. It is sponsored. Let me put it to you like this. If you think about the fact that as we sit here today, Across the Cape Flats, more or less one, two, three thousand kids are going to be picked up today for drugs. Think about that. They're going to be locked up for buying. They don't go off the dealer, they go off the addict, because there's an endless supply and there's a revolving door. Mm. That addict gets locked up. Tomorrow morning, that addict will pay anything between 200 and 1,000 and in bail. That addict will probably not go to prison 
because he doesn't belong in prison, mm. but he belongs in rehab. That addict will be fined anything between 100 and 1,000 rand. Times 1,000, times 2,000, I don't know what the sums are. Mm. Think of the attorneys that are employed. It's an industry. Those that do go to jail will be served by waters who will be black. Paul's most 90% black. The population of Paul's most almost 100% colored. Mm. Understand the system, guys. Each one of those, let's call them pandita, each one of these convicts, it will cost the state 400 rand a day to house him. Who feeds him? Who has the contract to make the food, to supply the toilet paper, to clean the premises? Um, macro, by the way. The big white boys. Mm. Do you understand now we are part of a feeding system? Mm. Sure. And we are the fodder. Our children, our children are the next generation of victims. We need to get out of this. Guys, I grew up just up the road. We were a big group of friends. When I tell you a big group, like 40 out of the same generation, same age group. We did a count about three years ago. It was New Year. 14 of us left. We were almost 50. Of the 14, six were in prison. Of my entire little gang, I'm the only one that has not been convicted of anything, that has not spent time in jail. Do you understand mm. the fight that we have? That's epic. It's... And I didn't not get convicted because I was a good boy. Mm. I just got lucky. Like, cack lucky. I refuse to subject my children to that same line. This is, this is a production line. Mm. You know, you guys are a little bit better off. You live in a nice suburb. The chances of your kid becoming a gangster are lower. But the chances of your kid getting shot by a gangster, they're way too high. Mm. The chances of your kid being sold drugs at school is excruciatingly high. I grew up in, in, in Grocery Park. But That's constantial to us, no? No, no, we had no, our shit. Two of my buddies died because no, of gangbangers. I'm, I'm just saying, my, us ghetto boys over here, me and the sound engineer, oh, we were envious when you say Grossi Park. We, <laughs> we used to be shy to walk here because people look at us funny. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious, man. We're, we're not, we're not, we know we can joke about it, we can laugh mm. about it. And we have to joke about it because it's our only defense mechanism. You know, but, but, but this man can tell you. This man can tell you. I mean, I, I, let, me, let me tell you this. A few years ago, there was a gang war in Lavendale. I lost three cousins, brothers, in one gang war. That's besides the other people that I know. Hassan Sonday, Hanif Sonday, Tasnim Sonday, dead, one aunt's children. Now, I'm not going to make any excuses because everybody knows what they were involved in. But these were good kids once upon a time. You know, in our area, the drug dealer, he might as well be a spaza shop. He's entrenched. Mm -hmm. He's not going anywhere. The people around him, they're dependent on him because he buys school shoes, mm -hmm. electricity. Might reconnect your water if he's got a really good heart. Hot. 
because we have to own it also, man. We've allowed this, man. Yeah. We've allowed this. We've allowed our kids to be friends with gangsters because they live close. Yeah. You know, to stand on street corners, smoke weed. Where does it end? If you look at Guguleto, yeah. I used to go to Guguleto very often as a light team. My father had friends there. Um, it's a shithole and it needs development. Yeah. But there will be no development because the DA doesn't think there's a need for development. But Guguleto does not have a drug problem like we have. They do not have a gang problem like we have. And we need to look at the circumstances. Why? Because the young kid in Guguleto, he's got the probability of going to varsity if he passes matric. He's got the probability of finding a decent job. Mm. Ours don't. You know, the challenge to us is to take Guguleto and bring it to the level of Mitchell's plane. Not to drop Mitchell's plane to the level of Guguleto. Mm. Because that's what's happening right now. The challenge to us is to take Mitchell's plane and bring it to the level of Grassy Park. Not drag Grassy Park down to the level of Mitchell's plane. You know, when Grassy Park and Zico Flay pay the same amount in rates, property rates, per square meter is Constantia. So it's like my father. I've seen the rules. I've actually done this. I've actually, I've actually looked at this. That their rates appear more expensive on paper yeah. until you work out the property size. It comes to the exact fucking thing down to the last rand. Uh, Yet years ago, when the issue was tabled in council, the DA had the fucking goal to put up posters in my area and you're saying fight unfair rates. Mm. When, when it was questioned. Mm. And you know what we, as Hotnote did, we said yes. Yes. Because the DA is saying it. I remember quite clearly in, I think it was close to 1995, full of bam of came around to my parents' house in Oak Avenue, Grassy Park. And he said to me exactly the same thing. Are you aware that Grassy Park, and at that stage, Grassy Park, there were, I think it was just Fifth Avenue, Victoria Road, and a couple of few roads, the main roads that were tarred. All the, mm. all the other roads, like your road, which was two roads away from mine, was still clay roads. Yep. And at that point in time, Grassy Park was paying higher rates than Constantia. That's what I'm saying. They've not dropped it now. They've also, dropped it now. Yeah, but equally. you level now. You level, level now. now. You understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but we're not getting the same level of services. No, you're not getting any services, man. I tell you now, I speak to Warda Wilkinson, mm. who are, I shouldn't say I hate this woman, but I hate this woman. We hate each other. We, mm. we, we hate each other. Totally. Like, we, 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 we're okay, we're polite, we mm. talk, we joke, but deep down inside, mm. I act like I'm okay, but I hate Warda mm. Wilkinson. But um, we were speaking about, and she lives in a white area, and she says, the grass doesn't get any longer than this, where I live. Because we were standing in Delft. We met up in mm. Delft. And we're standing in an area where the grass is actually almost like just above my navel. Mm. And she says, well, I live, the grass doesn't get any longer than this. Because we live with a government that only cares about one section. Mm. And pretends to care about the rest. You know, it's going to be election time soon. Alan Zilla is going to come to the Cape Flag. She's going to pick up a colored light. She's going to kiss me. you clean her She's going to wipe her lips. She's going to leave. And then we're going to all go, Alan, and we're all going to vote for again. We're going to vote for five more years of shit. Five more years of good children dying. Five more years of school closures. This is what we vote for. We have, we've only got ourselves to blame, man. You know, we've allowed the fear of doing something ourselves 
to overtake everything else. Mm. We outsource our responsibility. My responsibility to keep my area clean. My responsibility to chase those kids off a street corner. To confiscate whatever the fuck it is you're smoking in the park. I do that. I'm, I'm disliked where I live. Because I'm that bride. Walks up and says, Here is the pizza. Says the young friend. Yeah, uncle, but it's legal. Yeah, it's legal, but you got. That's what I do. I've had mothers come to my gate. But this was my net dacha. The light is 14 years old, no bro. I'm like, you're fucking serious. This is how we live. This is how illiterate we've become. The challenge is to uplift this. To get you to get educated. To get the football teams playing again. Let's get the netball tournaments running again. Let's keep our kids off the street. This is what we need to do. Open the boxing clubs. Make it less attractive for them to reach gangs. Mm. You know, there's an initiative going on there. Mitchell's playing right now. It's called Unchain the Plane. It's run by Owens, mostly affiliated to the ANC. But I love what they're doing. Mm. They go around, they collect hockey sticks, baseball bats, footballs, anything to get the kids mm. back on the force. But now you look at the sports field. It's not a field. It's a gravel pitch. Exactly. You know, but so, so do you promise to, to once... Do you have some sense of power to work with NGOs like like Hildewood? Because that is not what it's... What it let, me tell you, let me tell you what I hate about government. Government fights NGOs. Government no, fights NGOs because NGOs exist because of government's failures. If government was doing its job, mm. there wouldn't be need for projects like Hildewood, mm. like Auntie Soup Kitchen, like whatever they are. You take the woman in Mitchell's Plain, I think her name was Auntie Katie, I've never met her. She opens a house. Drug addicts are welcome as long as you're trying to stay clean. Not staying clean, doing your best. Yeah. Auntie Katie gets a donation of 500 grand. Patricia DeLille tries to close it down. Because when you receive money, you must disclose it to the city and all your paperwork must be in order. Now I say, Auntie Pat, fine, brilliant. That's the bylaw, that's the bylaw, but where's the logic? Because this woman is keeping these kids off the street, mm. which means my letterbox may not get stolen tonight, which means my wife might not get robbed coming from work this afternoon, which means my mm. car might not get broken into tonight. No, 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 mm. paperwork mm. first. Okay. They're trying to do that the same with the, with the, the, the brother, the, 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 the library. library. Yes. Yeah. No? Uh, yes. Eddie, Eddie Andrews, my bro, mm. was schooled at Mitchell's Plain. Yes. Mm. You know, I mean, at school, that's team but I wants yeah. to close a library in, in Lavender Hill. A library which exists because there isn't a fucking library mm. in Lavender Hill. Because your administration has seen put that these kids don't need to read. Mm. So the man collects books. He opens his home. He says, kids, come and read here. Come and do your homework here. What does the DA say? What the fuck are you trying? You want to educate these kids or you mm. just close it down? Exactly. I mean, look at it. I'm saying to you, that if ever we get into government, we will work with every NGO, whatever the vision. Projects like Heal the Wood, Emil XY, we need that. Why we shouldn't X? fight the YX. <laughs> it's early, man. <laughs> Sunday morning, you got me here. Yeah, of course, seven, you can do it. Like, we need that. Because they're going to make a government's job so much easier. Because they are going to take shit off our hands. Mm so we can focus on other stuff. You know, if Emil is going to start a hip-hop class, then we should be providing him with a venue free of charge. Now we're currently in 15 schools and community centers. And our motto actually don't is... Don't self-promote, don't self-promote. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't need to self-promote. 
the motto actually is changing minds, changes actions. No, I know what you guys yeah. do. I follow you guys. I'm going to check the page. I follow you guys. I love what mm. you do. And it's necessary what you do. Mm. You see, government shouldn't try to be complicating your work. Yeah. If government can't finance you, government should be prodding business to finance you. Like you do business with the state. You know, you get a whole lot of state tenders. I'm not punting anyone, but there's 15 NGOs that might need your help. Mm. That's how it should be. Yeah. But government, as far as I know, because I've run an NGO, mm. tries to cut NGOs off of the knees. Because when an NGO does good work and it gets publicity, it makes mm. government look bad. Oh, yes. And this is their fight. Mm. They don't want to look bad. They're unconcerned at the coffins that we have to cart on a weekly, but a daily basis on the Cape Flats. Yeah. It's all about how they look. Mm. When government will spend a million rand on an advertising campaign, but not 10,000 rand in a sports project, you must know we've got serious problems. Mm-hmm. You know, you see these big ads. Oh, wait, and when Tony Leon happens to run the, the advertising company for Boss, do not speak to me about that Zionist. <laughs> <laughs> you see, let me tell you this. Uh-huh. Let me tell you this. I used to do a whole lot of work in Pearly Beach. So I drove to Pearly Beach every day. It's like almost four hours away. Four hours up, four hours back. Because there's no work in Cape Town. No. I leave my house mm. at quarter to four in the morning to get to work at eight o'clock. I leave site at half past five. I get home at about half past nine. Daily. That was for a full year. So I drove past the dams. While the DZ was doing this countdown, mm. X days to day zero, X day. There was never going to be a day zero. Ever. The dams weren't that empty. There's a guy called Judge Kruger who did a documentary that I actually saw. Mm-hmm. Showing how they empty three batters cloth before they do the shoots. Showing us how empty the dams are. They actually open the fucking... Like the water run out. The weird, yeah? the and then all of a sudden, 14 days before day zero, Musi comes out and says, We stopped day zero! It didn't rain. How do you stop day zero? Mm-hmm. Day zero was never going to come. Because I can tell you now, people heavily connected with the DA went and bought Musa's shoes and bottled water. Mm. Tony Leon was paid 7 million rand to do the advertising for Day Zero, mm. which was never going to come. You want to talk corruption? Mm. There's corruption. You want to know who installs the water meters? It's the people connected to the top management of the DA. And those aren't even SABS approved? Faulty water, water meters. meters. You want to know why? You know, I had a, I, I tell you now, I said, Tony, I had a 25,000 rand water bill. Mm. So I went to council. And I said to them, guys, four people in the house. Two of them work full time. Two kids at school during the day. I checked, I got no leaks. And I'm a plumber. Mm. No, you first have to pay, I think, 20% or something before we'll do an investigation. I was like, fuck that. So one morning I'm in the shower, and hey, I start burning. Open the window. Oh, they've just disconnected my water. I think they were going to put in the water meter. So mm. I went and so I said, guys, if you don't want to get on your moor, you're going to put that water on mm. back. Or just don't, don't put the water back on. I'll put it back on, but please go. I don't want the shit. So they left. I walk over to council and I say to him, you put my water off. Put me on that 300 liters a day thing. And I'm telling you now, as a plumber, I tell you now, I'll reconnect it again. I know how. And you need to do whatever you want to do. Then I went back to council and I said, look, we do something about this. My bill came down from 25,000 to 2,000. Mysteriously so. Just like that. You see, guys, as long as we don't query... Mm. They will do with us what they want. Mm. Everybody on the Cape Flats is sitting with a water bill that is unjustifiable and unaffordable. 
Now, we as the Cape Calet Congress tell you that if we come into power, we will scrap all water areas. Scrap it just like that. And I can tell you what the DA's election policy is going to be. It's like two weeks before elections, they're going to scrap everyone's water. Now you've got to go, oh, I, got, I don't have any water. You shouldn't have had water areas to start with. Mm. It's that simple. You see, we're getting screwed by an ANC and a DA because we're out of options. Mm. What are the alternatives? Al Jama? Good party. Good party? EFF. I love their policies, eh? Mm. On paper, the EFF is the most progressive party in the country. That's on paper. But they haven't even got any power. They already bankrupted a bank. So yeah, yeah. you know, paper and practice is two different things. Mm. But the fact mm. of the matter is, it's very, very simple is that while we continue with our voting patterns, they're going to starve us out. Mm. Mm. You know, they've taken the food off your table by ensuring that you don't have work. Next thing, they're chasing your water. Mm. This is starvation, and this is why I call it a death march. You know, 100 years from now, the history book will read. And at one point, the colors in this province were at a 63% majority. That history is going to say it. History is going to say it. Because... The landscape is not going to say it. Because there is no Ashley Creel Boulevard. Mm. There is no statue or monument to Dalla Umar. It's being blacked out. Go to the castle. Four statues there. Four. Three statues are black, one of them is colored. The people who built the castle? Slave labor. Mm. My ancestors and yours. Mm. No mention of them. You know the first black man came into this province in the 1800s? First, we welcomed him. We said, Salaamu Alaikum, brother. You belong here. Why has the black man got this total disregard for us? The black man in general. Because I tell you again, there are many black people that sit, I mean, I can, I can give you names right now, who say, you know, but this is not right. I've got a good friend. Very good friend, Min Saldana. Patrick Lukam. Patrick, and now I'm not going to mention him. Um, he's married to a colored woman. Mm. Patrick's reasoning is like this. If you go to KZM, the Zulu has the jobs, the Zulu has the opportunities, it is right because it is his land. Mm. If you go to Joburg, the Venda and the Sutu, they have the jobs, they have the opportunity, which is right because it is their land. If you come to Cape Town, the colored should have the opportunity, he should have the economic power because it is his land. This is a black man saying it. Mm. See, this is a black man with fairness in his mind saying it that I would not do to you what I would not like you to do to me. Yeah. You know, if the black man must receive, the black man must receive. Finishing club, if we come to power, I swear to you, I will personally walk the streets of Langa and Kailicha and find every gogo who does not have a house mm. and say, come on, let's escalate this. But this cack of 25 and 27 year old people like landing, no man, mm. no, no. At 27 year old, you should be asking for a job. So that you can one day be in a position to buy a house. Mm. Our other stance is very clear. If the CCC ever gets to power, we will take all land that belongs to local government and return it to the people who owned it first. Mm. We will not ask questions. We will not make a long issue of it. If we come into office three months later, you will see the bulldozers going flattening, the excavators going in, providing the services. Ma, 
I can't give you your house back, but I can give you your land back. Mm. So there's simply no money for that. There's no money for houses. What areas are you talking about specifically? <laughs> All areas. Deep River, Constantia, Rondebosch, Weinberg, Cape Town, Landadno, Haupe. If it belongs to council, we will give it back to our people. In Haupe, the DA sold the fucking mountain. The mountain right opposite the docks to one German. One man owns all of that. We say no. You can't sell our history. You can't sell our history. You know, my parents are from Constantia and Deep River. My kids don't even know where that is. They don't know where we're from. We're going home. Yeah. You know, I can talk a lot of cuck, but on this point, if they want to stop us, they're going to have to shoot us. Our people are going home. You see, we don't own this land, man. We belong to this land. Yeah. I'm a son of the soil. When I die, I'll be buried in Constantia, where my family's from, because we own a burial plot there. When the black man dies, he gets carted back to the Eastern Cape, it's where he's from, it's where he's tied to, mm. it's where his soul belongs. The difference here, my only right to this land is when I'm freak. And that is wrong. Mm. You know, we want to live together. We want in, you know, in District 6, there were black families. My issue with District 6 is I don't hear people talk about that. District 6 was not all about Talib Peterson and David Kramer. Mensen said, Beware, man, he was there. Give the man back what belonged to him before the nationalist yes, Farka threw us out. If it's the black man's turn to receive, give it to him. I'm not after a white man's house. And I don't want his daughter either. I want what is ours. Mm. Is there a time limit to, to, to not, not, not receiving the land, but um, expiring that? Because right now there's like, as your Oma, die wat gebleed, there's like a certain, the, the, the... I think there's two uh, generations, I think, I'm not sure. Yeah, do you also have like a limit like that? Or how does, how does Why you should we have a limit like that? With our expiry date, the way we die, mm. how can you have one generation limited on? How long does a generation last in Lavendale? Hey? Mm. Mama had two sons, they both dead, and that's the end of the land claim. Fuck that. You must just be able to prove that you that you But you come with birth certificates, yeah. you come with um IDs, if we can trace you back to Constantial. Yeah. And you know what? We should actually be prepared to say, but be bold enough to say fuck what anyone thinks. We'll go on on oral history also, man. Because you know what? We never own title deeds. Yeah. We simply lived. I know for a fact that my family comes from Deep River on my maternal side. Mm. On my paternal side, we come from Constantia. So you know what, if one of my uncles says to me that his father was our neighbor in Constantia, welcome his father, here's your land back. Mm. You know, the issue of title is, like some people on the Cape Exit group says, yes, you must get your land back if you can prove that you own it. Jeez. Average of this stuff wasn't, mm. what's the systematic moving of people, how much of it wasn't lost over the generations? You want me sh I'll show you a mm. comment on my Facebook right now, a woman called Gillian Ford. She says to me, Fadil, why do you want the land back? You should be talking about uniting us, a white woman. Mm. I say to her, well, if you understand how mm. cuck we love you, wouldn't be asking such a stupid question. Exactly. You see, while the white man owns it, mm. it's easy for him to sit on that sanctimonious high horse and speak down. Mm. 
The white man needs to understand that we are about to become neighbors, whether he likes it or not. If you don't mm. like it, those of you that have passports, you are welcome to live. Mm. We are not coming here to fight you. We're coming here to live next to you. Mm. You know, if, if 100 years ago you had asked, we had a made space for you, that's who we are. That's who we are. Yeah. You know, you lost your house. There's people, you know people that are going to give you space. That's who we are. We are the people where, I remember as a lady in 6th Avenue retreat, when my grandmother wanted to make pancakes, she sent me to your grandmother for a little bit of sugar, and she sent mm. me to your grandmother for a little bit of fish oil, and she'd make enough pancakes to send to everyone in the room. Mm. So those pancakes were actually made by everyone and therefore everyone. This is who we yeah. are. We are sharing people. This is why we've never fought black people. Not since the beginning of this goddamn exodus, um, exodus influx. Mm. We never fought because we believe that we must share. But the Eastern Capers wanted all. I spoke to my friend's daughter. She works at, um, I don't want to lie. The air with her spite, wet all day, man. Parks and Forest. <laughs> she says to me, her black colleagues openly object when a colored contract worker comes in. Openly, in front of them. I'll show you on my phone. Transnet promotions, these this year, 2019, last year. 100% black female. I'll show it to you. I got it. Out of the HR. Not a single colored promoter for the whole of 2019. I'd like to ask the black people, what have we done? Mm. What have we done to you? Mm. Because I remember my days as a lighty. Mr. Davis chasing me with a cane at steam bag. What if fence? Ski in my school tracksuit. I am going to town because we are marching today. Mm. You know why we're marching? To free Mandela. You know, it's as if we agreed with apartheid somehow, which we never did. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you want to talk about pain and suffering in this country, we are the only people that can speak to colonialism, to slavery, mm. to mass land disposition. We're the only people. And genocide. The black people and genocide. You know, when the white came here, Gave us a blanket in friendship. Smallpox. Covered in smallpox. Mm. This is what they've done to us. And still we forgive. Yet we love. I don't have a bad feeling towards any sane white man. Mm. Because those right-wingers are all the fuck. I don't have a bad feeling to any black man. Even those that hate me. Because I understand that you've been misinformed. Miseducated as to what we've done for this country. Trojan horse mm -hmm. up the road from here. Our people, our youth died for this. For the black man to call me the blue-eyed boy of apartheid. Pass, yes. For 40 odd years I was treated better under apartheid than the black man. That is not our fault. Mm. Yet we were willing to forgo that for our black brothers and sisters. And then we speak before those 40 odd years about the 300 years of fuckery that the black man cannot speak about. Mm. The 14 wars our ancestors fought. 14. For our land. You see, being a descendant of the Koi and the Sun, mm. those were warriors. People who with stone weapons 
for cannons and guns. This is who we are. I tell you now, you point a gun at me, and you know what I'm going to tell you? I'm going to tell you, skip me your mask, a puss. And there's a million just like me. That's in our DNA. We shouldn't be ashamed of it. That's stupid. God. But it's who we are. Now, if we are prepared to die for something as stupid as a street corner, imagine what we can do the day when someone gives us a course worth dying for. Talent people need to get together. We have to get together. And not all of us, because there's too many salads, too many of you love white people, too many of you still sucking up. Still too many of you still sucking up to the black man in the hope that the black man's gonna do something weird you can't do for your damn self. We need to get off our knees, man. You know, raise your chin. Before the white man came here, you were prince. You were warrior. You were princess. You were a farmer, not a farm worker. A subsistence fisherman, not a dock worker. This is who we are. This is our history. This is what they don't want us to know. You go to Hout Bay, everyone's a fucking poacher. A poacher. In the only home you know? Yeah. An industry, right. an industry that has existed long before the European came here. Mm. Fishing permits held by people in Johannesburg where there's no fucking water. And the fishermen are starving. The traditional fishermen. fishermen. Mm. And those people only take what they need. The beauty of the people of Halpay. They take what they need not to satisfy greed. And that's a crime. I tell you now. Mm. I tell you in your face. If I have an opportunity, or my crypto date, you think I'm just to go stand in the queue and apply for a permit? This is ours. Mm. Why do I need a white man's approval to take four crayfish for Sunday? Why do I need a permit? You have to understand that as the original owners of this land, we are saying to all, come join us. Come. The stable is big enough for all of us. Mm. However, however, you have to understand what our focus is. Our focus is to uplift our community. And every struggling community, but our mm. community. You know what happened with a lot of people who came out with the exact same stance that I did was they backed down. When they were told, but you're only interested in the colors. They said, no, 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 no. I say yes, I am. Finishing class. Mm. And I think that is necessary. What is wrong with having a man saying, listen, yeah, this is who I am and this is who I speak for. The DA speaks for white people. Mm. They've got a veneer of non-racialism. They've got a couple of war bosses sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. The ANC speaks for black people, but not all black people, because they don't speak for the poor, and they're unashamed of it. So why the sin? Why are these people coming attacking us on Facebook, so-called colors themselves? Mm. See, the same people, they can see what's happening to us. They've never gone off the DA, never gone off the ANC, never gone off the EFF, but now colored man says, come on, guys, we can do this, we can govern ourselves. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. What the fuck do you want to try? And you know what the funny part is? We're fighting for the kids as well. You know, I've got friends that fight the school issue. 
they fight the school issue with colored kids not getting mm. into schools. And they were called racist by the same people in our community. Until one day, one of the same people didn't come in. This kid couldn't get in, he came to them for help because the black lady's got my spot. There are too many hypocrites amongst us. Yeah, I know. But we don't need to pay attention to the hypocrites, man. We need to pay attention to the people needing help. And I say it again, we've registered this party with the intention of uplifting the Cape Flats and the colored people. Yeah. We've registered after two years of fighting same cause seven days a week, up to 18 hours a day. I've got bags under my eyes and yeah. I can sleep in bro. And we're the only people with a track record of consistently standing for the same people and saying the same thing every day, no matter who's asking the fucking question. Mm -hmm. You see, the problem you have with politicians is they got a different answer for every constitution, for every constituency. Yeah. When Musigo went into the white areas, he spoke against land expropriation. Mm -hmm. When he went into Soweto, he spoke for land. But our answer's the same. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter who's asking. It doesn't matter what we win. It doesn't matter who we lose. Our answer will be the same every day. We're more concerned about the losing of life and the losing of housing and the losing of opportunity than anything else. I don't care who doesn't like me. I'm not even liking my own house It's not a life. popularity contest. No, no. You know, it, it, I'm not at a disco. I'm not trying to get into anyone's pants. Mm. I don't need to lie. You know, take me to a club. I have 10 pretty girls there. All of us will be the same. If Fuck I <laughs> Because I want something yeah. from you, therefore yeah. I will buy the Coca-Cola. I'll tell you how pretty you are. Mm. No, there's no hair in that bowl, man. Come on, man. You know, we're gonna mm. do this. I want something from I don't want anything from anyone. Mm. I want what is right. And quite rightfully so on numerous occasions on the page itself you have asked if anybody feels that they are fit or better mm. equipped to lead this movement. This got to be better forward. than me. Step forward. This got to be better than me. But it's like what, it's like I'm saying, it's like there's a clumpy drat sitters, a clumpy naysayers. Instead of actually going out there and doing, Kiki, if you can't stand the movement, if you can't stand the page, get off your fucking ass and create your own movement. Mm. I had if you don't, if you, if you think it's right wing, create the left wing. There we go. But let there be more colored representation, let there be a plethora yeah. of colored representatives Manier, creating the Manier, if you look at Parliament, if you look at Parliament, go to provincial Parliament right now. Mm. 50% of the voters in the province are coloured. Yeah. 50. How many colours do you see in Parliament? Next to four. We're voting for other people. Now, if they can't see that, and they can't see the coffins, and they can't see the unemployment, and they can't see the lack of housing, then I'm gonna be bold and tell you that they can't see. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna apologize for that. If you are feeling that we're doing it wrong, then by all means show us better. If you think that what I'm saying is wrong, approach me and tell me, or fucking put it on Facebook and tell me, finally you're doing this wrong, but no. Because we speak mm -hmm. facts, and only truth. Mm. They find another angle. I had an argument with a teacher called Andy Kisweter, a teacher, an educated man. Mm. Why is my post not being approved? This is in my inbox. I said, boss, I got 600 people posting. Mm. Who do I approve? Mm. Whoever I approve. 
I'm going to have 700 unhappy people. Yeah, but my post is better. A teacher. This is on. No, I, I think that's for that thread. Eventually I told him, listen, Manierman, you know, if it's attention you want, go create your own. Thank you, goodbye. Yeah. Because this is, not an about, this is not about an individual. It's not about Fadio Adams. It's not about um, Lucretia Splinters. It's not about Sakina Frenchman. This is about our people, man. This is about the good light is dying. About the good light is in prison. Yeah. This is about the, uh, the, the marginalization, the systemic injustice. This is, this is all it's about. That should never be about me. And this is why I call, come on, guys. If, if I know this better than yeah. these lawyers, these doctors, these PhDs, these economists, yeah. and all of you are saying the same fucking thing in private, be bold enough to say it in public. Yeah. You know, I don't want the Sebastian Peterson leading this. I don't. Yeah. I don't want a man who's been at the national party, who's been at the EFF, who's been at the PLF, who's been at the ANC, to come and say, I want to lead the colored people. I mm. say, fuck that. Mm. You can't have seven jackets on, and one of those jackets happens to be mine. You're going to wear one jacket. You're going to wear it consistently. Mm-hmm. You're going to sing the sheet that we give you from. We, the people. And you'll be accountable to the people. Or we will moor you. Mm. We're not going to outvote you. You're not going to outvote you. You know, it's easy in, easy out. Mm. It's just that simple. Guys, we don't have all the answers. No one's got all the answers. But we got some of them. Mm. Okay, so I guess um, as we wrap this up... I want to ask you one short, short yeah. answer, a question. So you've even talked about public enemy, right? Mm. So this is a hip-hop fan. This is a hip-hop fan. I can't dance now. No, but who, how do you think hip-hop changed your point of view to what you are today? Did it in any way shape it? In which way? Or? Big time. Yo, you're taking me. I was 13 years old. Chuck D was shouting, shut him down. Mm. And I think we should shut him down. You know, big enterprise, this is hip-hop speaking, big enterprise take billions out of our communities. They put fuck all back. They mm. got our kids killing each other for sneakers and jackets. And what do they put back? Nothing. This is what hip hop has taught me to think. You know, the great Tupac Shakur, he got me questioning shit. Where do I live? Why am I here? Why are they doing to us? Taught me to love my brother, even if I don't know him. You know? Hip hop, for all the negativity. And Kiki, I want you to get hip hop and then you get hip hop. Mm. Don't talk to me, little Wayne and Birdman and those motherfuckers. That's not hip hop. I don't know what it is they do. But you talk to me about the greatest of the great. You talk NWA. Um, they taught me to fuck the police. <laughs> But what I'm saying is, hip hop can be so positive because it can get our kids behind the turntables, you know, behind the mic. I mean, you look at a kid like Youngster. I'm proud of what he does. You know, um, I don't think he gives back enough. I'm saying it to you, but he's a talented boy, and 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 he, and he talks my reality. I don't know if he's loved it, but I mean he talks it, and yeah, people. If family he, from Ocean View. And, and if these people, and if he's get, yeah. if, if he's getting people to listen and understand what we have to go through, then yeah, for sure. I mean, I listen to him. My kids are crazy about yeah. him. Um, you get a guy like like Gino from Buckhead Boys. It's a different type of hip hop, but it's some good shit. If it keeps our kids off the street, guys, if it keeps them out of the gangs, then I say, yeah, bring on hip-hop, make it part of the fucking school curriculum if you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to do anything to get the creative juices pumping, man. 
we've got an unlimited pool of potential. Mm. I say it every day. Mm. I wasn't a very good footballer, but I love the game. Yeah. Um, I've played with, and Benny McCarthy mm. will back me up. I've played with lighties that will make Benny look like, like a third division player. Mm. Benny will back me up. You know where those lighties are? Kulu from um, 12 Strat is sitting mm. on a street corner. He's dick now. Um, I don't know what happened to Beckys from Oregon Spurs. I mean, I'm mm. talking about lighties that I swear to God could play for Barcelona today, man. Mm. We need to get the balls back on the football courts. Yeah. We need to get the lighties in the studio making their own mixes. We need to do anything to keep the next generation out of the Sasa queue. Have you seen, this? Have you seen that queue? Yeah. And that's what we're destined for. That's what we're destined for. We've got mothers having five kids for less than 2,000 rand a month from the state and these mm. kids are left to scuttle. We've got fathers pushing trolleys. You know, you take a man, you want to know why our society is fucked up. I'll tell you why it's fucked up. Mm. When you unemploy fathers and take the man's right to call himself the head of the house and if the son six, Jolene, you can shoot me. Because this is, mm. patriarchy is still very evident in our society. You take away the man's right to be the breadwinner, the head of the house. Even though, even though we're not really, but I mean, that's a subject for another day. Mm. You take away that pride. Right there, you kill the family dynamic. Mm. You know, you got fathers sitting, looking to get drunk, looking to get high, willing to do anything to take the pain away. The embarrassment, the humiliation of being unemployed and being unable to care. What do you think happens to kids? This is the system that we live off. It's a system we have to break. It's a system we can only ever change with our voting patterns. Mm. Yeah. Empower, em, empower your own. Yeah. That's essentially what I'm saying. With the release of the manifesto scheduled for later this month, um, when will the when can we be looking forward to the first AGM? That is what we'll be deciding on the end of the month. The EXCO had a meeting yesterday and the EXCO decided that fuck the naysayers. Mm. We will release our manifesto like everyone else does mm. weeks before an election. Okay. We'll release the constitution at the end mm. of the month, but we'll put it on the Gatvo Facebook, um, mm. the CCC Facebook page mm. and on the website that we're yeah. designing. If you want the constitution, you can go and visit it there. Don't mm. ask us to mail you the constitution mm -hmm. because then you first show me that you ask the ANC to mail you the constitution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to treat these naysayers in the same way that we should be treating the right-wingers. Okay. Fuck them. So for um, everybody, the guys that are watching this podcast, um, feel free to follow the... Cape Colour Congress page, uh, Fadal Adams on Facebook. Um, check out the website, as it says, in Busic being designed. Um, if you agree with the movement, but you disagree with it, at this point in time, we as a coloured people have to move forward and make progressive impact yes. in the society and claim our rightful position. You see, books, it, is so, it is so important that people must disagree. You need to disagree with us because then you're going to get us thinking. And as long as you get us thinking, it means that we're moving forward, that mm. we're improving, that maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we should look at that. Yeah. Maybe we should try this. So disagreement is fine, but the stupid criticism, oh mm -hmm. God, it's like, have you ever just wanted to jump into Facebook and slap the shit out of someone on the other end? <laughs> That's how I feel half the time. Fadil, uh, this is a gift from, from uh, the Babylon Gates. Yo, uh, please declare it. Um, you know, uh, policy. <laughs> uh, I think it's got to be over 5k to declare it, so let's just check. Yeah. I'm Yo, this is nice. I'm exactly the same as the one. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to tell, <laughs> tell you what's going to happen to this mug. It's going to have the same fate as every other mug in my house. Someone, because no one does anything wrong in my house, man. 
<laughs> Someone is going to take the mug as they take the coffee um, out the gate and not come back. We buy mugs every two weeks. Every two, like mugs and socks, the two stuff in my joint. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to say thank you. Uh, no, thank you, guys. Thank you. This is part of the reason why I wanted the, the, this podcast, podcast when I could live by him and, and um, your passion, dude. It's really, I appreciate what you do for our people. I appreciate it today. Um, start to do it. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you right. for having me, man. I know I get irritating after a while. No. No, no, no. no, no. It was just like we... No, we, even at home, I was like, don't you just want to go somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, being cognizant of the time, but also the time it takes to edit the, the video and audio files. So, um, yeah, from our side, the babbling heads, um, wish the Cape Colour Congress yourself all the best in the future. Um, and we are most likely looking forward to many further collaborations we are going and exploring the colored narrative. We are going to be needing all the support we can get. Thank you very, very much, guys. Cool. Have a good day, man. Peace. 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 Peace out. How long was that? I'm tired. Um.